What's up, everybody? We are back with another edition of the Are You Entertained podcast, your one-stop shop for all the news you need to know in music, movies, TV, and sports. In the studio, I have my partner in crime, Brandon Ogden. What, what up? up? How you doing? Uh, wonderful. How are you? Great. Grand. Wonderful. I'm Trey Alessio, and we have a ton to break down and talk about. Also, stay tuned for a brand new recurring segment. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. Let's jump right into it. So, uh... Recently, I purchased a house, and uh, I ha- we, we've been going back and forth. Uh, I've been telling you my little uh, adulting woes, and uh, you said ELE or let them beef, E-L-E and I kind of like beef. that. So yeah. this week's ELE or let them beef is Trey versus DirecTV, CenturyLink, and Concierge Service. I don't give a shit. I'm calling <laughs> out the names. I don't care if down the road they sponsor our ass. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm having a hard, hard time. So... I just want to tell the people out there. I, I, you may know a little bit of the story, but there's fucking more, let me tell you. So, basically, with my home inspection that I went through to get this house, there you always have to go through a home inspection, I, there was a free concierge service, and I was under the impression that they transfer the name, my name, and the utilities for water, electric, power, all that. So, th- let's just start there. Um, so that didn't happen and shocker. Yeah. And I'll get all, that's like a little, uh, prelude. So they also skip, they also have discounts for like TV and internet and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I, the thing is I like direct TV the best. Like my parents have it. I like it a lot. I like just yeah. the flow of yeah. direct TV. Yep. Um, Agreed. so yeah. So I, they scheduled me for direct TV this past Saturday 8 a.m. to noon because, of course, they just can't carve out one hour. They have to give a four-hour window. Mm-hmm. So Typical. 8, 8 a.m. to noon, we don't get a call, uh, an, an automated call, mind you, that until 2.30 p.m. saying that it would be done prior to 4 p.m. Then a few, uh, a little bit later, we get a call from a, a real person saying, oh, the tech will be out 20 to 30 minutes. Some time passes. Then we get another automated call saying it will be done between 5.50 and 6.30 p.m. Then some time goes by, 5.30 p.m. rolls around. We get a call from the actual tech who's supposed to come out and install it saying that he's at another job and it'll take probably another two hours. So it'll be 7.30. And he can't guarantee that he can do his work because it's going to be dark at that point. And at that point, I'm like, hell no. We're not – you're not coming out – just to cancel, and we'd have to reschedule. We want the first thing tomorrow morning. And he goes, well, uh, I'm not the person who schedules. Gives us a number to call. I call the number, and it's the DirecTV national line. They reschedule me. What's the earliest fucking time? November 14th, three weeks from the time. So I'm pissed there. Then sent so we are supposed to have CenturyLink come the following Monday, which would have been this past Monday. So this goes back to the utilities. Now they, <laughs> I don't know if you know this part. You knew that part, I think. I uh, knew that part. Yeah. So the utilities didn't get switched over into my name. So the previous owner, the seller, 
he had his name taken off that Monday, so they shut off my power that Monday. Ooh. They couldn't get it put back on until 8 a.m. the next day, Tuesday. Ooh. And so, thus, I couldn't get CenturyLink that <laughs> night. And guess when they reschedule me? Black fucking Friday, Ooh. the 24th. Yeah. So I've been on the phone literally every night for hours at a time. I think on beggar's night, uh, the night before Halloween, I was literally on the phone for an hour and a half trying to reschedule it. Um, and then when they did another cherry on top, uh, when they did turn the power back on, the furnace didn't fucking work. So my house was freezing cold. We come to find out it was a thermostat that was fucked up. We replaced that. Then I was pissed. I'm like, I just need some form of entertainment. I don't get internet. I don't get TV. I have my PlayStation. I, I bought myself a $300 TV. Give, like, I just want to watch DVDs. I want to play PlayStation offline. So what happens then? I turn the TV on. The light comes on like it's on, and it's one of those smart TVs, so it's uh, voice activated, and it's telling me, to set up your TV, select the country, USA, press OK. I press OK. So I know it's like on, right. and I'm able to press OK, but I don't see anything on the TV. Oh, and so the screen uh, is fucked up. Uh, so there's another cherry on top. Oh Luckily, I took that back and got my TV good. But it's just one fucking thing after another. Adulting sucks dick. <laughs> Man. So that's my rant. Um Honestly, this concierge service hasn't done shit for me because they keep telling me they're going to get me within the next couple weeks um, TV and Internet. But I've called back. <laughs> have you heard anything? No, I haven't found anything. So Shocker. really, I'm going to fucking have to wait till Black Friday to get Internet. I'm going to have to wait till the 14th to get DirecTV. I am butthurt. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead. My rant. I'm going to go ahead and say let him beef until. Until you get all that stuff. And then let, I'll let you be for a little bit longer, and then it's got to be You know, E-L-E. I just want ELE. I don't have beef with anybody. <laughs> just give me my shit. Give me my shit. But until then, I'm on an all-out war against <laughs> fucking DirecTV and CenturyLink. Give me my 80 megs, baby. I need to post some shit. So that's my, that's my rant for the day. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just one thing after another, and it sucks. Fun stuff. Yeah. So, all right. <clears throat> now let's get into the fun stuff. Uh, you have any... Anything cool going on in your life? Any Anything you want to rant about? Nope. All right. Nope. <clears throat> all good on this side. All good on this side. Well, I'm glad it is for somebody, <laughs> hey. for God's sake. Um, all right. So let's get into the music. Uh, we're not going to start with the actual lead today because we want the lead to lead into our new segment. So bear with us. We're going to throw little tidbits at you and then get into the juicy stuff. So uh, Offset, uh, the member of Migos, 21 Savage. Metro Boomin, I know you are not a fan of really any of those people. I mean, are you? No. Yeah. No, nope. you guessed right. You, I guess right. Okay, they announced a surprise project without warning for Halloween. That dropped. And then Future and Young Thug also dropped a surprise project, Super Slimy, both of which I have not listened to. Um, I've seen on Twitter that all the trappers like it. I'm just not. I feel like Future drops everything just on surprise. Yeah. He he likes that shock and awe factor. Yeah. Which I'm a fan of the shock and awe factor, but I'm just not a big Future guy. Yeah. Nikki, Nick uh, McCarger would say otherwise, but he's not with us still. Um, but, yeah, I'm just not a fan of. I, I can deal with 21 Savage and Offset. Like, I don't mind Migos. 21 Savage is kind of threading the line for me. 21, 21. Uh, yeah, I'm just not a trap rap fan. So really, I haven't heard these uh, mixtape album projects yet, but I've heard they're 
good if you're into that music. So go check those out. Uh, this is something we can kind of talk about. Andre 3000 recently made headlines about his GQ style interview where he said, when I pass away, people will find hours and hours of files, hard drives and shit. It's hard drives and me just in the house alone playing horrible guitar, me playing piano, me playing a little sax. I was just trying to find out what can I get excited about. So my question here is, he also in that interview, and I didn't read the whole interview, but I believe he hinted at dropping one or two more projects before he retires from rap completely. He said he doesn't want to rap for the rest of his life. He's going to retire eventually. Do you think we will ever see an Andre 3000 solo album? I don't know. It's one of those things where I don't know how good a solo album at this point in his career would be. Yeah, he is getting up there. Yeah, when he comes on and does like just a random feature, which he seems to just pop up and do, always good. Yeah, It's always one of the best songs on the album. Um, and I kind of think that's where he's going to stick to. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I don't really see him just coming out and being like, yeah, at this age, I'm going to take the time and do a full solo album. Yeah. So I, I kind of find that hard to believe. I could agree with that. The one thing that I would like to see, I guess, would be kind of a Kanye West approach to it. Get all of your rapper friends, get all of your singer friends, do one big ass album with, you know, a million features and it's just kind of a fun album. Yeah. Um, That could be cool. And here's another thing that I want to just touch on briefly. Uh, People who say Andre 3000 is like the greatest rapper of all time. I mean, he's a great rapper. I definitely put him up there. Maybe top 10. Just, I think part of it's the voice. I love his voice. He's got a great voice. Yeah. But the fact to say he's the best rapper of all time, you can't have. We a, don't. He doesn't have a solo album. Yeah. How are we supposed to know? Yeah. I mean, you can't tell off of, you know, a, a bunch Outcast. of features. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know. And he even said in this interview that uh, Big Boy, the other uh, dude from Outcast, raps better than him in his mind. I mm. don't agree with that, but yeah, I, I don't kind of interesting there. So um, yeah, hopefully we get new Andre three thousand music or a few new features. Who knows. Um, so there's that. Here, I'll say, we'll say this. I think he's a top 10 talent, but hasn't had a top 10 career. Okay. I like that. I like that. That's fair. I think that's fair. All right. Uh, moving on. I, kn- I don't know if you're, I don't know if you even know this guy. Sylvan LeCue. Heard of the name. Heard of the name. Okay. He revealed the cover art, the track list, and the release date for his upcoming album, Apologies in Advance. It's due out January 12th, 2018. And I am very excited. Uh, this is one of my, I personally, I think this is one of the best kept secrets in rap right now. Uh, he's not a trap banger rap guy. He is very conscious. He's uh, this album is going to touch touch on mental health. That's what he's proclaimed. Um, has a very somber trailer that goes with this uh, rollout. And uh, every he, he's put out three or four songs that are already come going to be on the album. And they're very good. I would highly recommend going and checking this guy out. Uh, he was formerly Quest, and he's fucking good. So go check him out. Um, moving on, because I know we're going to be on the this, the big topic for a while. Uh, big Crit, he dropped a double album, Forever is a Mighty Long Time. And it is fucking amazing. Normally, double albums are kind of underwhelming just because they give you so many songs. Right. I think 22 songs were on this album combined double album and i'm telling you top to bottom it is just great he 
It, they're they're kind of deep songs that make you think. There's some you know banging songs. He's bi- he's a southern rapper, so he's big into uh, bass and sub. Mm-hmm. He has some of that music. I'm telling you, go check this album out. Um, I highly recommend it. I I I would go as far to say it's a top five album of the year so far. Um, we still have a little bit left the fourth quarter, but that's saying something. Um, and then also Yellow Wolf dropped an album, Trial by Fire. I have yet to listen to it. That's still in the queue, so I will check that out. Maybe next time we can uh, tell you about that. Um, have you heard that one yet? You know, I'm just not a Yellow I'm, Wolf I'm guy. not really a big Yellow Wolf fan either. Uh, I will say Love Story, his last album, yeah, was Had some decent good. songs. Was good. Yeah. yeah. Was that the one with Best Friend? Yes. Yeah. It had Eminem on it. Yeah. Uh, I, I just like because I liked that one just because it was – kind of he stuck to his roots kind of the country and he meshed it with like rap. rock type yeah stuff. it was kind of cool yeah. so hopefully it has a little bit of that it doesn't have an eminem feature so not as appealing to us but we'll see how it fares out all right now going into what we like to call the lead uh normally we would begin with this tidbit but uh we want it to lead into our new segment which we will announce here in a minute uh after we get done breaking this thing down but uh, Paul Rosenberg had an interesting Instagram post. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's just start from the top. There's been a lot of Eminem rumors floating around the Internet recently. The album may come out November 17th. That's a rumor. Pink was supposed to be on the first single. It turned out that that was, gonna, that was on her album. Uh, Eminem was on her album. And 2 Chains could be featured on the album. He was uh, in an interview, and he said that he recorded a song with Eminem. Uh, let's just go chronologically here. Paul Rosenberg, Eminem's manager and a Shady Records head. Do you know his official title? I don't. Is, is he president? I think he's. He, I think he might be. I think he just recently signed something with Def Jam. Like he might be the CEO of Def Jam now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's a big rap head. Right. Yeah. Um, he Instagrammed a picture of him holding Yellow Wolf's album, The Trial by Fire. Uh, he Yellow Wolf is also signed to Shady Records, Eminem's label, and uh, just kind of coincidentally, possibly uh, a medicine ad for a drug called Revival hung on a building in the background of the picture. the The kicker here, the E in Revival, was the signature backwards E for Eminem. This led many people oh. to think. Paul Rosenberg simultaneously was promoting Yellow Wolf's album and revealing the title to Eminem's album, which is rumored to be coming out on November 17th. Crazy, right? So, some Reddit users uh, did some digging. Uh, They found out that Interscope paid for the ad. Interscope is kind of the big brand where Shady Records and Aftermath fall underneath. Mm -hmm. So... Um, they even put a link out to this album, Ask About Revival. If you go to it, you get something very interesting. You get um, a commercial that's kind of funny. Um, check it out right here. Moderate to severe atrox with IMIS. The unpredictability of a reaction is always on your mind. Where to go, how to avoid it. It's easy to lose yourself. That's how I thought it had to be, until I found out I could do it differently, with Revival. 
and learned Revival can help get and keep that shit under control. In clinical studies, the majority of people using Revival saw significant symptom relief. It's the only treatment that offers the continued release of a long-lasting tympanic stimulator. Revival can be taken with or without food and is not a narcotic. Revival has been shown to create a change in mood for adults, teens, and young adults. Don't use Revival if you have a family history of poor judgment or confusion. Revival is designed for daily use and is not an injection or cream. Revival in no way affects white blood cells, weight gain, or trouble swallowing. Change the way you approach your day. And ask someone you trust if Revival is right for you. With Revival, I won't waste my one shot. Okay, so there that is. Uh, pretty pretty interesting, right? Absolutely. I mean, you got some Eminem, uh, Eminem red alerts there. Yeah. I don't know what you want to call so, them. Lose, lose yourself. yourself. At the you end, he says one opportunity, one, one opportunity leading to lose yourself. Um, pretty pretty interesting. Uh, another Makes thing. You think. What's up? Makes you think. It does make you think. Another thing that uh, we found out. There was a number to call on the website, on the commercial, so I took it upon myself to go ahead and give it a call and record it. Here it is. Thank you for your interest in Revival, the number one slightly invasive treatment for atrox for thymus. You only get one shot to beat AR. Don't miss your chance with Revival. Please hold to speak to a patient care representative. While you wait, here's some additional information. You should discuss the potential benefits and risks of Revival with your doctor or clergyman. Revival is a non-injectable medication given through the ear canal and is not intended for anal use. Revival is a non-narcotic medication intended for daily use that can be taken with or without food. Tell your doctor about all health conditions, including if you have a history of confusion or poor judgment are allergic to tympanic stimulators, are pregnant or nursing. Revival does not cause serious side effects, including spleen syndrome, mild to disfiguring acne, brain problems, male pattern baldness, most commonly in women, rage, decreased appetite, increased appetite, seasonal affective disorder, loose gums, gluten sensitivity, tooth pain, tight glutes, general feeling of head trauma, softening of fingernails, Dramatically increased hair growth, sudden nut allergies, ringing in your mouth, and light-leggedness. Thank you for continuing to hold. We give you some serious fucking credit for sticking with this. Tell your doctor right away if you have any of the following symptoms. Fever, sweats, or chills. Muscle aches. Cough. Shortness of breath, blood and phlegm, weight loss, warm red or painful skin or sores on your body, diarrhea or stomach pain, burning when you urinate, chills when you urinate, urinating more often than normal, feeling very tired, or night sleeping. Revival does not cause these side effects, but if you have them, you should definitely seek medical attention. All right, so that was the phone call that uh, you get when you call the number what provided on the commercial and the website. Uh, so very interesting there as well. The piano from Dr. Dre and Eminem's song, I Need a Doctor, is playing in the background of the call. 
Um, at the bottom of the website, also, this is kind of interesting. Uh, the bottom of the website and at the end of the commercial, it says manufactured by Pop Somp Industries. When Eminem released Relapse, he posted a picture of himself in front of Pop Somp Hills, which was a made-up fictional rehab center. So, something has to be up, right? I mean, this can't be just a fucking coincidence, right? A bunch of them. Yeah. So, is it fair to say Eminem's upcoming album will be called Revival, or is this the biggest troll job in the history of rap albums? What do you think? I I would say, I would bet the house that it's got to be Revival. Okay. I I just don't see any other way. I would be so pissed if it wasn't, like... This is too good to be true. I mean, it, this is too like nonchalant, but also like genius. obvious and genius. And genius, I think. yeah, like all in the same. Yeah, especially when you think about like recovery, uh, I was, relapse. Yep, it's uh, the perfect perfect end of the trilogy. Right, you right. got relapse, recovery, and revival. And he's been known to do that. Uh, Eminem show encore and. I guess you can throw in Curtain Call, the, yeah, the um, greatest, hits. greatest Hits album. I don't know. But he's been known to kind of do that. We have uh, the Marshall Mathers LP and then the LP2. Right. Uh, who knows? Maybe down the road we'll get a three, you know. But it would just be a good cap off to Relapse Recovery Revival. It just right. makes too much sense. And so assuming that all this is legit and Revival is the title, let's talk about this marketing strategy campaign. Uh, so you were in marketing a little bit, um, so you probably have a good background into this. This has to be the most subtle, weirdest, possibly low-key genius rollouts in recent memory. Paul posts a picture of Yellow Wolf's album with a Revival poster. People speculate about the backwards E. People take it upon themselves to search Revival, and now we have a website and a phone call. No confirmations, just hype. Do you like this strategy? Do you think it's smart? I, I like it. It's it's different, which for Eminem, I mean, that's what he is. He, he's different from everybody else. Yeah. He sticks out. He, he He's usually – it's things he does usually aren't subtle. Sure. Um, the, the weird part, though, is when it comes to marketing, normally it's like a traditional thing. He puts out a single. Right. He waits the allotted time, and then he just drops the album. Right. Normally it's not – a surprise drop, or normally right. we don't get something like this where we kind of have to pick up on the hints. Normally we get that single. Let's think back to uh, the Marshall Mathers LP two. Mm-hmm. I believe he, I don't even think he announced like the album. I think he dropped Berserk. Yep. Then I think maybe simultaneously or within that week he gave a release date and the Marshall Mathers LP two. Right. So it's kind of traditional in that sense where. We know it's coming. We can prepare for it. We're getting excited. With this, it's really all just hype. I mean, who knows what's coming? And another thing, uh, you know, honestly, I was very proud of our coverage of this rollout Mm -hmm. thus far. Um, I was telling Brandon during those commercials that we played, uh, we have like 80 likes, 80 retweets on these tweets. Very, very cool. and people have were responding to them, and um, what was I just about to say? Uh, I lost it. Fuck. Um, the hashtag. Fuck. The hashtag. No, I wasn't. God damn it. 
fuck, I'm sucking. No. Happens. It happens. Uh, yeah, we'll move on. I don't know. It'll come back to me. So, really, I guess, would you rather have a legit confirmation, a title, a release date announcement, or would you rather have Eminem just drop this album with little to no promotion? So, I think there's going to be one more catch, like... Okay. How he says... Oh, I know what I was about to say, too. Go for it. You okay. go ahead first. Sorry. You know, so people were responding, and they're like, it still could be like just merch. And recently, I don't know if you saw this, but he came out with a Stan merch mm-hmm. package. Mm-hmm. So really, that has no affiliation to Revival. Right. So I think you can throw that aside. Yeah. Um. So there's that, but... Yeah, go on with what you were going to say. So what, what I was going to say is I feel like there's going to be one more piece where it's going to be like the full announcement. Yeah. But it's going to tie into like him taking the drug or something like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, Do you think it's going to come from him? I think it's going to come from him. And that's when we'll obviously know. Yeah. Or like yeah. I could see him tweeting like a prescription, like, uh, like you know, on the pill thing, how it yeah. has like an expiration date and shit like that. Okay. Like that could be the release Ooh, date. Yeah. Something like that. Something subtle. Yeah. But also like obvious sure. that it, that it, this is actually real. This is what's happening. Okay. Uh, so I think that's coming. Okay. That would be my guess. Uh, but no, I think what you've seen in rap is, in a large part of what I talk about with me not liking a lot of rap albums is people always say, oh, here's the date. Yeah. And then they and then push it, it back, pushed back, push back, push yep. it back. I hate that. Shit. Right. So now we I think what do. you're seeing is people saying, screw that. I'm not going to say the date. I'm just going to either surprise drop it mm-hmm. or I'm going to finish everything. And then all right, here's the yeah. definite date. Yeah. So I think people are starting to get gun shy about just saying, all right, listen, I have an album that's coming this day uh-huh. in the future um, and then pushing it back. So I, I really do like this rollout. I think it's creative. I think it's something we've never really seen before. Yeah. Uh, and it's something completely new. So. Okay, so I love this rollout. I think it's a genius. The more I think about it, uh, even just right now, uh, I personally would love just the shock and awe. Um, drop it. You know, people think it's going to be coming out on November 17th. Uh, don't even tell us the title. Don't even tell us the date. Don't even tell us the track list. Just fucking drop it, and people will go notes. Honestly, with the shock and awe factor, it will get. I mean, Eminem is one of the biggest artists. I'll go okay. on a lot on on a, of all yeah. time. Yeah, and it, it's this album is going to do numbers either way. Whether it sucks, whether it's amazing, um, whether we get a release date and prepare for it, or whether it drops without any promotion, I think. With it, it dropping with no promotion, it just gets that much more numbers because of the hype and because of the shock and awe factor. So I would love the shock and awe factor. Um, also, it becomes more of like an event. Like you remember mm. when that happened. I remember when uh, Drake dropped. If you're reading this, it's too late. We were at. I think were you there? I was there. Drake dropped. If you're reading this, it's, it's too late. The mixtape album, whatever you want to call it, on I think a Thursday night going into a Friday, and we mm-hmm. were at the bar in Ames. He didn't announce anything. We just someone came up and told us, "Did you see Drake?" And yeah. I was like, "No." <laughs> um, and then you know, so it becomes like a event where you can remember it. You're like, "Holy shit!" I remember this dropping and what I was doing. So it, it, I, I think I I think it could be cool that way. Um, so there are two track lists floating around the internet. 
Uh, one that I tweeted out, and it's getting a lot of love on Twitter. Uh, it looked more legit to me, uh, but there are two, and we'll break both of them down. The first one has 15 tracks, two skits. It features Skylar Gray, Dr. Dre, and D12. It is executive produced by Dr. Dre, and the track names are Synopsis, that's a skit, Pride, With or Without, Drama, Crime Scene featuring Skylar Gray, Come to One, Good Times featuring Dr. Dre, A Fierce Dance, Paul, which is a recurring skit, uh, Song Cure, White Lies, Tamed, Show Must Go On featuring D12, Don't Make Me, and So Long. So uh, I think I also saw people replying to the tweets that someone said that uh, obviously with the revival and it has some stupid... Um, like real medicine, a real sounding medicine name. I don't know what those are really called, yeah. but they were saying that uh, it translates to song cure, and I thought that was interesting that hmm. that was on this. Um, so there's that track list. First of all, what do you think of that track list? So that track list is that's kind of uh, not a homecoming, but it kind of is in the sense yeah. that you get Dre, you, you get, get D12. Yeah. Uh, he kind of brought Skylar Gray up a little bit, so. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be too surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be too surprised if that one was real. Um, but kind of what we know, especially with like two chains and yeah. stuff, I, I kind of tend to lean more towards number two. The next one. Okay, so this number two possibility has 17 tracks. Uh, zero noted skits. There may be some on there. Uh, it features Rihanna, Two Chains, Skylar Gray, and Kendrick Lamar. The track names, uh, Welcome, that's the intro, Stories, Voices featuring Rihanna, Iconic, Reasons, Expenses featuring 2 Chains, Fury, Methods and Madness featuring Skylar Gray, Psychotic, Falling, Wealth featuring Kendrick Lamar, Letters to You, Prisoner, Weak, Figure of Speech, UNI, and Treasure. So... Obviously, we get a little more powerhouse of features there, mm-hmm. kind of newer. We don't get the the homecoming feature, like you said, uh, with Dre or uh, D12. Or I was kind of hoping for maybe a 50 Cent, yes. maybe a Lil Wayne, maybe a Jay-Z, something like that. Um, so looking at both of these here, I personally would rather go number one, and I'm going to tell you why. I, personally, I think it is number one over number two. If you look at the track list names individually, they just are like one words, and they kind of seem choppy and kind of weird, like stories, voices, iconic, reasons, expenses, fury. I mean, they're cool, but I don't know. That just seems a little made up to me, and I could be completely wrong. I could be eating crow in a few weeks when this shit drops, and I'm looking stupid. Um Two chains, like we said, um, he recently said in a radio interview that he recorded a verse for Eminem's album. He is on the second track list. People uh, on Twitter were telling me that Kendrick Lamar has been confirmed for this album. I don't know if that's true or not. I haven't heard anything about that. Obviously, Kendrick Lamar is on this uh, second option. And then we have Skylar Gray on both of them. Uh, So I guess you said you think... Out of the two, number one looks more feasible. Which one would you rather have? I think I lean towards two. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I just would love to see another Kendrick. Oh, I that's, you can't fight just that. Just because Im talked about 
after uh, Marshall Mathers LP2, how everybody figured with him and Kendrick it was just going to be bars, so they yeah. went kind of goofier. Definitely. Um, so just to see kind of what they do there, if it's a playoff uh, love well, wealth, game. If it's wealth, that sounds more like bars, yeah. personally. And then expenses kind of sounds... A little it trappy. Sounds, it sounds trappy. too chainy. It yeah. sounds too chainy. So I think that could be interesting. I, I just think you get more diversity in number two okay. than in number one. Either way, I wouldn't be mad. I would love to see D12 and M get back together. Yeah. Uh, and then also, I, I, I have a, th- a feeling that... Uh, Dre's probably going to be the executive producer yeah, on I think so. either one. I think so, too. Uh, so it... I tend to think that kind of cancels each other out okay, as okay. far as one versus two. But if you were to say that Dre executive produces one but not two, I'd probably switch back over to one. Okay. Um, just because I, I, M and Dre, everything they do is classic. You yeah, know? hell yes. Uh, and, and you want those two, that connection they have, you want them together. So uh, either way, I, I think both track list has a lot of intrigue to it. Um, and then the other one is every time M and Rihanna make music together, it's a hit. So. It's a hit. It'll be on the radio. So after seeing these, after seeing the commercial and after hearing the call, uh, do you think we'll get more of like a funny relapse vibe or do you think we'll get more of a um, – and here, here's another – more of like a serious type because – um, on so the commercial, we hear lose more, yourself, right. you know, something like that. So is it going to be more recovery or relapse, basically? Yeah. What do you think? I think I'm going to cop out. I think it's going to be a blend. A blend? I, I, think, I think that's what it's – I feel like that's what revival is. It's going to be, in some sense, uh, a revival of Slim, mm-hmm. in some sense, a revival of Marshall. Okay. Um, so I, I think you'll, you'll get that blend. That's kind of what I'm hoping for anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- I, I tend to lean towards that. Okay. Um, I – also, I just want to note here that uh, we doing researching for our next segment that we will announce here in a minute. Uh, a lot of his albums are like twenty songs. Yeah. So the second one is leaning more towards the twenty songs with the right. seventeen tracks versus the first one with only fifteen. Two of those being skits. Um, so I guess that is uh, noted. I personally think. I don't know. I think with the medicine vibe, I think we're going to get more of the crazy Slim Shady, and I would not be mad about that at all. It'd be interesting to see if he treats this more like a a redo on Relapse, because he's talked a lot about how he didn't Didn't like like Relapse. And honestly, uh, I didn't at first, but it is growing on me. Yeah, see, I've the never more and more I listen to. I've it. never been a, a fan of Relapse. It's uh, definitely my least favorite. Yeah, uh, so I could see him kind of trying to do Relapse, not over, but you know, sure, be I more see, creative. I feel, do, I feel you. I do feel Relapse, you. not fresh, you know, mm-hmm. out of recovery and off drugs, and trying to figure out how to talk again and shit like that. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, and here is the true kicker. Okay, Chance the Rapper is hosting. Saturday Saturday Night Live which on November eighteenth, which will be dope by itself. Which would be dope in itself, and guess who is performing that night? Uh, Mariah Carey. You'd be right. Psych. <laughs> Eminem. Woo! How weird is that, right? Rumors of November seventeenth being the album, and I believe albums come out on um, Friday. Friday now. So uh, does this pretty much confirm the fucking album on November 17th with him performing on the 18th? Let's just say it makes you think. It makes you think. And even more so, what if we get a Chance the Rapper Eminem collabo? 
Uh, nah. Is that asking too much? I think that's asking too that's much. That's asking too much. It'd, it'd, be, it'd be weird. It'd be dope to see it'd him do cool. a song together. It would be yeah. interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, is is there any chance that like we get new Chance music? Uh, I, I told you. I told you the other day. I, it's got to be coming soon. I think so too. I mean, uh, he's, he's he dropped he's, the Colbert <laughs> song. He yeah. dropped that snippet that we played a few weeks back. He's he's, he's been. He's, I mean, he's been in the coloring I mean, book can only take you so far. I, yeah. It's starting to feel a little bit like Kendrick with with uh, 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 Mad, uh no Mad City. Oh, okay. Where like that's all he had for like a really long time, and there's like okay, when we and then we get finally more, to pimp butterfly. So so uh, you got to feel that chance is right around the corner. And also, uh, this is just uh, to be noted. Remember, they did. This is Eminem and Chance the Rapper. They did tour together overseas early in Chance's career in True. the acid rap uh, phase. So, who knows, man? Uh, it's going to be crazy. A uh, few weeks, man. I cannot wait to see this roll out. I hope we get some. Maybe some confirmation. Uh, if not, just surprise us, and I'll be happy. Okay, so drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. <laughs> so Brandon came up with a uh, idea, and I liked it a lot. Uh, I want we're gonna roll with it. Um, working title. Uh, I, I threw out this title. Maybe it'll stick. Who fucking knows? So, someone give us a better title. Someone give us a better title. Uh, basically, do you want to kind of? Say what we're going to do, and then I'll kind of read off the rules and shit. Sure. So, so what we're going to do is basically a fantasy draft. Everybody yeah. loves fantasy, whether it's one day in DraftKings or if it's fantasy football or baseball or whatever. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is whatever topic we're, we want to talk about that week the most or focus on, yeah. we're going to do a fantasy draft. We'll kind of pick the number as we go yeah. um, that fits that topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're each going to take – one and then the next person go and we're going to do and a then, fantasy draft that, of that topic that is going to be off the table whatever that be right right so obviously this week the big thing that we've broken down is m&m yep. um we've been talking about it for 30 fucking minutes uh so that is going to be what we talk about so basically we're going to try to work this segment into every podcast basically like brandon said it's a fantasy draft for a different topical pop culture thing or sports or sports it's anything anything that you know falls into what this podcast is about maybe one time it's about uh dark side star wars characters maybe it's gangsters from mob movies early 2000s r&b albums little known marvel characters that could be dope standalone movies if it ties into something big that we're talking about, we'll work it in somehow. Um, like I said, we're going to keep it topical every week. So if something big happens, we're going to try it in this segment. Uh, with that being said, the unique album rollout from Eminem is the big topic. That's what we're going to do the fantasy draft on. Um, Let's see. So we're going to draft Eminem song. Yes, his entire catalog from Infinite to Campaign Speech and any Lucy in between that you can think of. Um, there's a lot of Eminem songs out there. I print them all, most of them all yeah, off, and yeah. it's fucking like five pages. Uh, the strategy for how you pick the songs is totally up to you. We're going to draft a song, and that song will then be off the table. I picked the number 12 I don't know because I didn't want this to be you know super long. Right. Uh, he has eight albums thus far. 
and it'll give us a little wiggle room so we can't just do one song per album. So, um, and then the most important part. Yes, the most important after part we here. draft. Yes, we're gonna put our 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 two teams up on our Twitter poll. Yep. And you guys are going to vote on who wins that week. Yeah, so we, basically we want this and to And you be... motherfucker, I don't lose. So you better <laughs> oh, freaking vote for wow. me. I'm going to be campaigning. Wow, he's leaning on the people, the listeners. Uh, yeah, so we want this to be kind of a fun segment. We want it to be very interactive. And for it to be successful, we need your help. So yes. if you're listening out there... Please partake in the poll that we're going to put out. We're going to try and put it out on every social media site. We're going to try and put it out on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Maybe we can find a way to do it on our blog. Um, I'll have to look into that. But uh, afterwards, please vote. And uh, whoever you think got the best lineup, that, that should be the winner. Uh, when, we, when the draft is over, we'll both kind of campaign and explain why we picked the way we did. Uh, I, I have a kind of a strategy, so I don't know if you, you do, go. but um, I kind of want to just give my little, my little speech and, you know, get, get some give votes your, my way. Give your quote-unquote campaign speech. Exactly. Ooh, nice. Uh, yeah, and like I said, to reiterate, uh, in order for this to be fun and successful, we're relying on your interaction. So please vote. Uh, tell your friends, retweet, share, and get the word out. Uh, this is a question for you. We can uh, do it differently every time. Do you want it to be like a snake draft? Yeah, we got to do snake. Keep we it We got to do snake. Okay. All right. Well, do we want to flip for, to go first? Or? You, you want to go first or you want to go second and third? I prefer to go second and third. You prefer but to go second and third. We can, we can switch. If I go first this week, okay. you can go first next that's, week. That's Whatever fair. you want. That's fair. We can do that. Uh, let me. We can flip if you want. No, uh, it's I, up to that's, you. that's fine. I'll go. I'll go uh, second and third next week. I'll go first this time. Okay. All right. Um, may, when we get a little bit better at this, maybe we can get like a running clock going. There you go. Um, that would probably keep the flow going a little bit more. So first, with the first pick. Boo. Although we have to boo him like he's Roger Goodell. Boo. With the first pick in <laughs> the, the draft M&M dogs. Shady. The draft dogs no, draft. The, the Slim Shady draft dogs. The Come Slim on. Shady draft I have to go this. I mean, I, I feel like I'd be stupid if I didn't go this. I am going lose yourself. Yeah, yeah. That that's the obvious pick. Uh, that's probably when Eminem dies. That's going to be the one he's remembered. The one about. he's remembered most. And for. it's crazy because it's off of a soundtrack. It's not yes. even off of an yes. album. Yes, um, absolutely. So there's that. All right. All right so I'm up next. Woo! This is. Whew. All right. We have papers scattered all over the fucking place, dude. This is awesome. All right. So Research, bitches. With my first pick, I'm going to go with The Real Slim Shady. Wow. Okay. Yep. yep. Interesting. You Iconic. Have, uh, meaning behind that? Iconic. You, it, it, what probably outside of Lose Yourself, I would say the most recognizable Eminem song okay. to me anyways. All right. And then number two, I'm going to stick with the Marshall Mathers LP, and I'm going to go with Arguably the most best written song of all time, Stan. That's a good pick. That's a solid pick, Stan. Okay. Off the draft board. Off the draft board. Man, Marshall Mathers LP is my favorite Eminem album. So the fact that I you agree. took two away from me, I'm a little butt hurt by that. Um, but I have a little strategy going here. All right, let's hear I it. I have a little strategy here. So I'm going to go. You can say this is a hit. Um, I'm gonna go cleaning out my closet. Cleaning out my closet for right. number my second pick. Um, yeah, cleaning out my closet. So, am I up again? You're up again. Okay. 
Okay. Um, to bring that back, actually, I'm going to wait for my uh, other one here. I got to. That's Eminem show, right? That is Eminem show, correct. Um, let's see. Let's see here. Okay, I'm going to go a funny one for my next one. Um, let's go Just Lose It. Just Lose It. Ooh, that, that, that went a lot earlier than I would have thought. Okay. Uh, I'm also going to go with a, a, a funny one. Uh, I'm going to go with My Name Is. Oh, fuck. I should have went with that. Oh, he hates his draft team already, guys. No, no you, I don't hate it. I, you, I'm good. You, 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 good. You know who to pick. You know who to pick. <laughs> oh, boy. See, th- this, is, this is where it gets tough. You have a lot of differing opinions out there, a lot of different styles. Hmm. My name is off the board. All right, I'm going to go one of the greatest bars for bars song, and I'm going to go Till I Collapse. M and Nate Dog. Okay. So am I on the board now? You're up for two. Okay, I'm trying to keep track of all my songs here. All right. Um... So you're let's let's recap it real quick. Yeah. So you you went lose yourself cleaning out my closet and just lose it. Yep. I'm at real slim shady. Stan. My name is until I collapse. Not bad. Not bad on your part. <laughs> okay. Um. I'm going to go. Let's see. Um. I will go. Now this is. Uh, I feel like I'm drafting this pretty fucking high. Actually, I'm gonna go my. I'm gonna go uh, a radio hit. I'm gonna go the monster. Okay. I'm gonna okay. go the monster. Get the firepower of M and Rihanna. Exactly. Um, yeah. So that's off the board. Am I up again? You're you're up again. So we always go twice in a row. All right. I'm, I'm learning this snake draft on the fly, as you see. <laughs> um, okay. I'm gonna go another kind of deep storytelling type song and go. Mockingbird. Mockingbird. I like it. Okay. All right. So with mine, man, this is tough. This is this is tough. I won't lie it to you. Tough. There's so much to choose from. That's the that's the hard part. All right. So with me, I'm gonna go uh, one of the the craziest songs. Um, you take mine. I will be fucking pissed. Probably probably not. Okay. Good. Um, one of the the I think it broke the record for most words in the song. I'm gonna go rap oh, you god. Bitch. That was a that was okay. I like it. Rap God might be a little early for that, but hey, you know, got to do what you got to do. All right, now I'm. Uh, this is a personal pick. Uh, this is probably uh, right up there for me as far as one of my favorite Eminem songs of all time. I'm gonna go Marshall Mathers. Okay. Okay. Cause I'm just Marshall Mathers. Okay. So you're up for two. Okay, I am going to go. Mm, let's see. I don't think we've taken anything from recovery, have we? Recovery is clean. Okay. Relapse is clean. I'm going encore. To go, no, a couple from encore. I think I'm going to go. Not afraid. Not afraid. Good choice. That that was that was on my next. That was in my queue. That was in your queue. And then I'm going to go another crazy one. Um, this is a this is a personal favorite for me. This is one for the real Eminem fans out there. This is a gem pick. I'm gonna go. Who knew? Who knew? I like it. All right, I'm gonna stick to that album. Okay. And I'm gonna go kill you. 
one of Eminem's craziest to me. One Marshall of his, Mathers LP is just dropping Marshall, left it, and right. Uh, well, it, it, it's honestly probably his best. Uh, I yeah, I think so. All right, now I'm going to go another one of Eminem's just iconic songs um, that was just all over the place when it came out, and I'm going to go Superman from the Eminem show. I like it. I like it. Get a little love song in there, you know. Yeah, gotta have diversity. You a do. Man, I'm a man of the people. You're a man, Trey. The people. <laughs> okay, Superman. Now it's me. So we are down to. We're on you're, pick number eight. I'm on pick number eight. You're on pick seven right now, right? You went not. Of, oh, I, no, I, I didn't write eight. down who knew. I picked my fault. seven. Yep, yep, my fault. You're good. Okay. Hmm. This is tough, man. This is very tough. I'm looking through here. He, he, looking through here. He's sweating. He doesn't like his team. My team's better. No. Don't oh, forget. Oh, oh. Don't forget to vote for my team this out is, there. This, good thing you can't see me. This isn't a video podcast, so we're good. Yeah, he's, uh, he's sweating like a dog. Let's see, man. Have we picked one from Relapse? No, Relapse is clean. Wow. I, I can pretty much assure you that Relapse will not be. You're not going to pick one from Relapse, are you? I don't think so. Wow. God damn, this is tough. All right. I think I want to go uh, White America. White America. Good pick. Good pick. And that was my first one, right? Yeah. You got you got another one. We got to suffer through you making a whole other pick. <laughs> hey, I want mine to be the best, my man. Um Okay, now I'm going to go... Take in mind when you're voting that I went very speedy. I was very... Obedient. Wow, wow. All right, I'm going to go a very underrated pick. And for the true Eminem I'll, fans out there. I'll be the judge there, out there. I'll be the judge. Infinite. Right. Infinite. Ooh, one of his first ever like real single. I like it. That's that's original M right there. All right. All right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go without me. I can't believe that lasted this Ooh, long. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. That, that's unacceptable. That's, good. that's a, good, uh, a good sneak right there. Without me. Um, Off of the Eminem album, correct? Eminem show, yes. Eminem show. All right, now I'm going to go. I don't know if I've taken one from Encore. So let, let, let's go Encore here. Okay. Let's go. Oh, this is tough. I'm between like three or four here. I'm going to go Mosh. Mosh. I'm going to go Mosh. You, wanted, you, gotta, you, you had to take a political got, one. Got to have one. To, outset your white to America. Outset my white America. I agree. Okay. Back to you for two. All right. So you. So we have three picks left. We got three left. <gasps> Fucking A, man. Um, I really need a love song, but I can't really pick one. I'm going to go for a love song. Uh, Crazy in Love. Crazy in Love. I know you like that song. I, so. I am a fan. By the yeah. way, this doesn't even include like if we're doing just like features or yeah, shit no, like these that. are his songs. Yep. Because otherwise, forever would be on my team right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am going to go beautiful off of relapse. Okay. Good. Good pick. Probably to me the best song on that album. All right. So to me, for the last two picks of Team Ogden. This is tough. This is tough. I won't lie to you. Back to back? Yes. All right. I am going to go. I'm going to go very deep. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go Headlights. One of the. You motherfucker. One of the deepest songs 
I was waiting on that one. Should have got it. All right. And then my last one, the greatest diss song of all time, The Warning. Wow. Okay. If you haven't heard that and you're uh, not a Mariah Carey fan, go listen. If you like Mariah Carey, don't listen. Wait. Vote for me. And then afterwards, you can you can listen. So right. Team Ogden is complete. So I have, so I have You have one. You one have one pick, pick left. I, this may be what... Pushes me over the edge. You ain't catching up to this team, dog. All right. We have powerhouse we'll, we'll over see. here. We will see. Okay. Um, okay. I think I know what I'm going to do here. Uh, what's what's the what's the move? You know, I, these are my. Uh, so first of all, I'm going to say two honorable mentions. I would have uh, liked to have gone a Southpaw, Southpaw song, either Kings Never Die, phenomenal. I would have liked to maybe pick one more from Marshall Mathers LP too, but I think I have to go when I'm gone. When I'm gone, good tune. All right, good so tune. let's let's, uh, let's recap. recap. Trey's team is lose yourself, cleaning out my closet, just lose it. Monster, Mockingbird, not afraid. Who knew? White America, Infinite, Crazy in Love, Beautiful, and When I'm Gone. I think I, that's I, that's a pretty diverse that's, lineup. That, that's a that's a diverse lineup. It's, it's a, a solid lineup. Solid. solid. I give it a solid lineup. If but you this one's fucking great. Isn't it? <laughs> if, if if you were a college football team, you'd be like Michigan State. Wow. Solid. Uh, that's harsh. Couple couple shiny toys, but uh, you know. Forgettable. All right. We'll, All we'll right. See. And then for Team uh, Ogden, you got Real Slim Shady. Ooh, Stan. Ooh, my name is, so is <laughs> Till I Collapse, Rap God, Marshall Mathers, Kill You, Superman, Without Me, Mosh, Headlights, and The Warning. I think I should. Next time we do this shit, I get to say yours. You get to say mine. So keep it God, look at that fucking it, it, pick. It, people are, are mentally weak if they're swayed by a couple of. Ooh. Ooh. Ah, yeah. ooh. So, All right, so go ahead. Give me give me the reason why you think your team is better than mine. So I and talk strategy. I was going to try and round it out like a cleaning out my closet. He's dissing his mom, and then I was going to round back it to out headlights. with the headlights. But you stole that from me. You know, I had the same thought with Stan. I almost went bad guy. Bad guy. I was close. Yeah, that would have been. I would have respected that. Yeah. Um, I tried to pick. At least one from every, every album I might have missed on that. Um, I, so I broke it down into categories. I wanted uh, – we have Crazy Eminem, Crazy Slim Shady more on that side. Yeah. We have Funny. We have a Pump Up. We have Love, Storytelling, the Radio Single, and the Political. I think I hit all of those. Yep. Um, yeah, but very, I, I very diverse lineup. Brandon stole some some heavy hitters, a uh, lot of greatest hits. The fact I that like we to let, pull deep within. Uh, the fact that without me lasted all the way to like pick eighteen, that's a shame on us. Yeah, um, without me should have been taken. Out. One of my honorable mentions was uh, "Sing for the Moment." Ooh, yes, I was thinking about that, but I th- I thought if I were to take that, I would have been getting too deep too with deep. them. I needed okay. a funny one, needed a radio. So I got a funny and radio and one with real Slim Shady. You get True. Stan, just beautiful writing. True. Funny with My Name Is. Uh, one of the greatest pump-up songs ever until I collapse. Um, Superman is kind of your, your your little love song, little funny love song. Uh, headlights, you go deep. Uh, Mosh, you go political. Warning, you get uh, I'm going to kill you because, you know, you, you attacked me. Mm-hmm. Uh, kill you, you get 
crazy Eminem. So I, I, I'm, I'm a fan. And I got We're, we both have some diverse lineups. We, we do just, have diverse lineups. It's just I guess it comes down to your preference yes. when it comes to the songs we picked. So again, we will tweet out a poll. Our lineups. Please vote. Go Please ahead and share. vote. Uh, do the right thing. Vote for me. Ooh. All right. That's draft dogs. Well, uh, next time we'll uh, we'll try to keep it a little, a little bit short. shorter. Usually, uh, the options don't include like three hundred and some songs. So. Yeah, so we'll so be, be shorter. We'll get, we'll get better. Yeah. We will evolve. Trey won't be sweating it out on the clock, yeah. swifting through papers, yeah. getting his ass beat. Okay. All right, uh, that was uh, Draft Dogs. Working title there. Working title. Uh, Rough draft. If you have a better title for us. Feel free to go ahead and show some love and send it to us. Again, please vote out there. Uh, the, only way, the only way this segment is successful is if you vote. Is if you vote and if you share. Look at this guy campaigning even more. What? A true politician of the <laughs> Are You Entertained podcast. Um, all right, let's move along here. Uh, we have some big sports news. The World Series has come to a close. The Chicago Cubs are no uh, longer World Series champions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's that's tragic. Um, I'm sure Nick would argue that, and he'd we'd get on a full rant. You and Brandon, we miss those good old days. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we bring him back. Um, anyway, the Houston Astros beat the Los Angeles Dodgers four to three in the World Series. The score for Game Seven was five to one in the Astros' favor. Obviously, uh, this this was honestly a great series. Uh, multiple extra inning games, lots of home runs. Uh, you could say some iconic moments. Do you think it lived up to the hype? Yeah, it was everything and and some. Uh, I mean, just incredible games. It's kind of a let. Game seven was a letdown. Yeah, uh, the Astros Compared were to the just other ones. yeah, the Astros were just in control the whole time. Um, but I mean, like game five was one of the greatest baseball games I've ever seen in my life. Game six was good. Uh, game two was unbelievable. I mean, you just go through each of these games. Uh, and so many different twists and turns and, and, and surprises. And it was just, it was an incredible series. Uh, baseball's really lucky um, that the last two World Series have just been awesome. seven game series yeah. that were incredibly um, riveting. Uh, you know, they got a ton of people to watch. I think I saw that ratings wise, uh, like it blew out Sunday night football. The World really? Series did, which usually doesn't happen so uh just just absolutely incredible series good for baseball yeah uh really cool for the city of houston you know we both have personal connections yep uh, with our sisters both being in houston i think my sister uh said she was down there near the stadium when they won and I think my, she's going to go to the parade. My sister said that. She's a teacher. She said that class is canceled so they can go to the oh, parade. Really? So she might. she's thinking about going down That's there. That's pretty awesome. Uh, and then you get the – did you see that Correa asked his, his girl to marry him? Dude, did you see that rock? I did not. Dude, that ring is huge. It was, huh? Damn. And then they were just like – Making out for like I, five minutes I, on I Fox. I question though. That's a weird. It was like right in the middle of an interview, right? Yeah. Well, so it was like weird. interview ended. Like you could okay. tell he had, he had kind of like yo okay, interview me and then I didn't see it live. So. Yeah, it was it was kind of awkward. They, yeah. they showed him making out a little bit too long. Huh. Also, Korea. Listen, I'm gonna say this one time, one time only. You just won the World Series, dog. You're going back to Houston. You're gonna be drunk as hell. Could have waited a couple days to ask. That's all I'm gonna say. Also, I uh, I saw this on the internet floating around that uh, Justin Verlander is going to 
miss the parade because he's he scheduled going to Italy, his, right? yeah, his wedding in Italy for this weekend. So that's fine. He don't strike me as like a parade guy. Still though, that's like one of the best. Like it's one thing you will remember forever. You won the World Series, the parade. Yeah, he gonna remember being with. Getting Kate it, Upton. <laughs> so, Kate Upton. But what if they what if they divorce and then you're like, damn, I missed the fucking parade. He celebrated in Kate Upton. Ooh, damn. That's R rated. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. Uh so really this I, for me personally, the real breakdown is it came down to like longevity mostly yeah, for the teams much. because there were so many extra inning games yeah. that and I have a point pitching about this. was stretched. Yeah. So but, my I put a lot. Dave, Dave Roberts is a really good manager, I think, and, and he's made this team kind of a makeshift team if you think about it. A lot of players that, uh, if you're not a true baseball fan, you don't really know these guys until this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and he made them gel, but he overused his bullpen going back to the Cubs series. I mean, he was pulling. He pulled like Kershaw, I think, game one or game five against yeah. the Cubs, like five innings into the game at like eighty some pitches. Game two, uh, Rich Hill throw like sixty pitches and he pulled him. Does it again in game seven or game or excuse me, game six. He just didn't trust his starters. Uh and I get it. He had by far the best bullpen, but he also had better starters. Outside yeah. of Verlander and Keiko, he had better starters. Mm-hmm. And he didn't trust them. They didn't they weren't able to go deep enough and it just wore their bullpen out. And that's 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 what it was at the end of the series. It was the Dodgers bullpen was just exhausted. All right, um, this is uh, this ties into some music as well. Uh, <laughs> is there any chance that Travis Scott drops his new album Astro World tomorrow after the Astros won? I know you're not a uh, Travis Scott guy, but this would be fucking dope. Yeah, you got to. It'd be honestly. I was thinking that the whole time the Astros were in the World Series, I didn't want to say it because I wanted this fucking album <laughs> and jinx it. I wanted the Astros to win, but it'd be perfect. It would be so perfect. Yeah. Just drop that shit. And then he also uh, tweeted something uh, along the lines of someone asked him the question, are you going to perform for the city in the parade? And he goes, I got something dropping. So <laughs> who knows, baby? That would be lit. Also, uh, anything else on the Yeah, on two the funny series? side notes. Okay. Uh, one is Kenley Jansen after game five said, as long as they win game six, game seven is pretty much a wrap. Astros won't win game seven. That's funny. They won game six and then lost game seven. That just that gives me a chuckle. Uh, and then number two is the Dodgers had listed as like a $265 million team, the most expensive team in baseball, and you, 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 got, you got second for it. Damn. Got him, coach. Also, this proves tanking is real. Tanking is the right strategy. If it works in freaking baseball, it can work in football. It can what, work the in Astros? basketball. Yes. Yeah. They tanked for years. The Cubs tanked for years. Tanking works. Tanking if you works. suck, tank. Yeah, it's not fun to watch, but no. yeah, it works in the end, in the long run, long game. All right, let's move on to some college football. Also, uh, A.J. Hinch is from Iowa, the Astros manager. Fun fact. Oh, fun fact. I did not know that. All right, so uh, some college football. Notar- notable results from this past weekend. Uh, we're, we're running up on the upcoming weekend, so this is kind of old news. But uh, number 25, Iowa State beat number four, TCU. Iowa, Iowa State's second top five win this year. They jumped to number 14 in the AP poll. Uh, number nine, Notre Dame beat number 14, NC State. 
Number 11, Oklahoma State beat number 22, West Virginia. And number 6, Ohio State came back to beat number 2, Penn State. That was a crazy-ass game. Uh, Then the first college football playoff rankings came out. Uh, They came out Tuesday night. That's uh, one of the reasons we pushed this because we wanted to talk about this a lot. Uh, Number 1, Georgia. Number 2, Alabama. Number three, Notre Dame. Number four, Clemson. Number five, Oklahoma. And number six, Ohio State. I got those last two right, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, Yeah, so what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, Is it weird that Georgia is number one over Alabama? Yeah, it's a little surprising. I'm not sure I fully understand that. I don't know what else Bama... Is it because strength of schedule? Bama's played a light schedule. Georgia, obviously, they beat number three, so that helps them. Is it fair to say that this committee is taking into account strength of schedule over being undefeated because we have Miami and oh, yeah. Wisconsin, who I believe are 9 and 10. Yeah, and yeah. absolutely, yeah. and they should because if you remember last year, they didn't do that, and Washington, who went undefeated, who played just an abysmal schedule, got in at number four over Penn State yeah. or USC, take your pick, and Washington just they didn't even look like they belonged on the same field as Alabama. So I, I think strength of schedule is really – really going to be important over the next Mm -hmm. few years, which is good for the game of college football because then you get better regular season uh, out-of-conference matchups. So I I think that's good. I think that's the message you want to send. Schedule tougher teams, beat them, and then you you, you have a better argument for the playoffs. So can I say this? I know I'm Homer saying this. But if Notre Dame wins out, they are no question No question. It's clear right now. If if Georgia – Technically, Georgia and Bama can't both win out, but yeah. you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Notre Dame and Clemson win out. The committee right now is telling you there's no doubt they're in. Uh, the Oklahoma-Ohio State game or Ohio State rankings are interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get this almost every year. Ohio State, if, if if you're watching football right now, Ohio State's better than Oklahoma. But you have to go back you know, four or five weeks ago when Oklahoma beat Ohio State at Ohio State. So the committee is obviously saying... We're not doing the eye test. We're yeah. doing Oklahoma beat you. Okay. Uh, like you said, interesting that Wisconsin and Miami, two teams who have played nobody. Miami yeah. just lucks out every freaking week. Um, you know, nine and ten. Um, I thought Iowa State kind of got screwed a little bit, honestly. Um, I they think, were. F- I think fifteen. Yeah, and like Mississippi State was ahead of them. Oh, yeah. um, Auburn, like just. So, so the committee, as great as it is, there's a lot of like hypocrisy within mm-hmm. some of the later rankings. Um, but when it comes down to it, this ranking doesn't mean right, shit. right. People would completely overreact to these rankings, and I think the number one team in each of the initial rankings has not even made the playoffs oh, really? each of the last like or since it started. Um, so I think A and M was number one last year at the initial okay. Mississippi State the year before. Yeah. So yeah. Um, is what it is. Georgia and Bama won't finish one and two. Let's um, talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So obviously they're on. Opposite sides of the SEC, they right. will. Assuming they both, they're both, winning, they're both going to be be in the championship. And game. yeah, so let's say I they feel play. Safe saying that. So it gives. So what what happens? I mean, it's you, tough. What happens if obviously one of them is going to lose? Do they get bumped to you know number four or right. so do they completely fall out of the playoff? I think there's a couple different scenarios that would happen in-game. If Georgia wins and Bama's undefeated, there is no doubt in my mind Bama will stay in the playoff. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I have no doubt about that. They're you, not, mean, you mean if Georgia wins in Alabama? If Bama and Georgia meet undefeated and Georgia beats Bama, Bama will still be in the playoff. They're okay. Bama, they're Nick Saban. Yeah. The NCAA is not going to keep them out. Pro- yeah. I, I guarantee it. Yeah. Okay. If Bama plays Georgia both undefeated and Bama blows out Georgia, I wouldn't be surprised if Georgia falls. Ohio out. State jumps them, or okay. even like Oklahoma jumps them. See, I, when this came out, I was surprised that Ohio State wasn't. I thought they were going to get that number four spot. I thought so too. Um, but and you could make the argument Clemson's had some really good wins, but Clemson also lost to Syracuse. Ohio State's losses to Oklahoma. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, it's judgment again. Like you said, this at the at the end of it. This is just a ploy to get people to talk about it. Yeah. Pay attention. It has exactly. it has no bearing effect on the final poll. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of just got to take it with a grain of salt. It's fun to play the what if game. I yeah. love doing it. Um, but yeah, to me the 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 biggest what ifs are if if Bama and Georgia both went out and meet each other in the SEC championship. Mm-hmm. You know what happens then. So I think that's the most interesting scenario. Um, and then you got to love seeing your your Irish at three. I think. Hell yeah. I, think that's, I was so pumped when that happened. So I, I loved what uh, Brian Kelly said to, I think it was Scott Van Pelt. Uh, he, was said, he said that our players are used to this because they've been playing a one-game playoff since the Georgia game, and that's really true. I mean, yes. if they lose, they're not going to be in the playoff. Right. Two, uh, two losses this year, you're pretty much out. Yeah, they have a crazy schedule the yeah. rest of the, the year. We play Wake Forest, which Cupcake, is yeah. – they're, they're not – amazing but you can't look overlook them we have miami who is undefeated we have navy who has been ranked and, and who always have, gives notre dame a e- game. exactly and then we have stanford on the road miami and stanford are on the road yeah. so it's going to be tough i think if they went out there's absolutely no yeah no question. if they went out i think they probably have the best wins probably arguably the best schedule yeah. so yeah if they went out notre dame's lock i think okay um and then so you think you think Clemson, Oklahoma, and Ohio State are kind of fluid, a little bit. Yeah. Are yeah. you saying you're say, Did you did you initially say Clemson if they went out, they're in? Yeah, I think if Clemson wins out, they're not going to keep the defending champion out. Okay. Okay. All very interesting things to uh, to think about. Um, gotta love this time of year when yes. it's coming down to the nitty gritty. Uh, I think, and I'm going to keep harping on this. I think it needs to be eight teams. I yeah. wish it was eight teams. To me, I would say six to start. Do I, do do a play-in game type okay. thing. I just um, wish it was more of kind of because then you March could do madness. Yeah, but feel. then you uh, you got to start somewhere though. Remember that this is just the beginning of all this. Uh, it's only what year four, so it, it'll get there. It, it, it it'll expand. Um, but I could see six and doing like uh, a, a couple play-in games. I'd be alright. Hey, any. Give Anything the, that makes give, it a little bit more. I mean, it'd give be like cool. the one and two seed a buy. Yeah. That way, you could throw in a, a mid major, you know, yeah, like, like a, a USF or yeah. a UCF. Um, I mean, it'd be cool to see a Cinderella and maybe make some noise. Right. You never know, right? So that'd be cool. Um, all right. And if you did six, you could pretty much have the winner of each major conference. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Any uh, other college football takes? All right. Let's nope. move to uh, some NFL. Uh, the Saints beat this. These are just uh, some kind of notable wins. The Saints beat the Bears. Uh, did you see that dude break his knee in fucking half? That Live. was so gross. Live. Were you over at my house when? No, not when that happened. Okay. That was, that was earlier, wasn't it? Yeah. That was. That was. Yeah. That was. Yeah. And like he just got completely fucked. That was a touchdown. I don't give a shit what you say. That was a damn touchdown catch. Yeah. And they overturned it. Like after he dislocated his knee, you overturned. And then did you see he almost lost his leg? 
Oh damn! No. Yeah, they had to do like immediate like surgery surgery to save his leg. Really? Yeah. Jesus so, Christ! Yeah, was no. crazy. That was oh, that was so and then brutal. PFT commenter had the best tweet of the night. Well, he had two of the best tweets in the night. He <laughs> said they didn't install John Fox's bend but don't break uh, mentality, <laughs> and then he said uh, if you. Make it if you get injured while touch, making a touchdown catch, you have to complete. Uh, you have to have the ball in your hands post surgery. <laughs> <laughs> PFT commenter, what a what a funny guy, funny guy. Um, some more notable win, uh, games this this uh, week, this past week. The Cowboys beat the Redskins. The Ravens killed the Dolphins. I think that was a Thursday night game last week. Yeah, it was rough. Um, yeah, and your then, boy got taken out. Yeah, so Flacco I mean, got rocked. Oh yeah, dude, that was fucked up. Honestly, I, I, uh, I personally think it was kind of a cheap shot. Yeah, I mean he slid. Kiko Alonso is kind of a dirty player. Anyway. He slid, and the dude like basically punched his face. Yeah. Let's just say that he definitely drove that shoulder down. But, but I was purpose. proud to see uh, Harbaugh and the rest oh, of the team did. like was, getting his ass. Yeah, yeah he was, was giving it to him. That was great. Um, so I respect that. Uh, the trade deadline. Uh, that. I think I saw a Shefty tweet that this was the most active. I believe it. Uh, trade deadline Definitely in a, the in a best, while. like most recognizable names. I think. Yeah. Traded. Yeah. So the Dolphins traded uh, running back. Um, I'm going to butcher this. Jai Jai to the Eagles for Ugh. a fourth round draft pick. The Eagles. I'm saying this is one of the weirdest NFL seasons, yeah. man. The Eagles. They're looking like are the one best, of the best team teams. right now. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so the rich get richer there. The Patriots traded uh, quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo to the 49ers for a 2018 second round draft pick. The Panthers traded wide receiver Kelvin Benjamin to the Buffalo Bills. I don't know exactly what it was for. Um, I think a late pick. Okay, and then were there any other notable trades? Uh, Marcel Darius to the Jaguars gives them an even better defensive line. Okay. Uh, the one that didn't go through that we have to talk about was the Bengals tried to trade oh, yeah, the Browns, A.J. McCarron. Uh-huh. Did you see this? And then uh, apparently the Browns like were celebrating and forgot to send the papers into the league, so they missed the deadline, so they Crazy. didn't get the trade. That's do your fucking job. The You're Browns. a professional, dude. God. God, the Browns. It would be the Browns, Of course too. it would. Yeah, of course it's the and Browns. And, like... You're celebrating AJ McCarron, who yeah. is just the definition of bland. Yeah, like, like he's white rice. He's like, college football. He like, is what it he is. was in like, the system, the Alabama he's, system. He's the backup quarterback. Yeah, and that's what he's always going to be. Yeah, trash. Um, all right, so we don't have to get super political on this. Uh, I know we sometimes have a political minute, but we still have movies to talk about, so we don't have to really break this down. Colin Kaepernick is expected to sign with a new NFL team by. Next week, first of all, what team do you think it will be? I don't know if they have kind of hinted yeah, at any so, team. And then do you think he'll kneel or stand? And then I have a hot take. Yeah, so this, I, I think this is more rumor than, than basis of fact. His lawyer said that he expects okay. him to, so take that, I think, with, with a, a grain of salt. salt. Okay. Um, you know, Deshaun Watson just tore his ACL. Yeah. He'd be a natural fit, but they actually just signed a quarterback. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't see Cap getting signed this year, if I'm being 100% honest. And we've uh, talked about how we think he should get right, signed. Right, right. Yeah. Um, if, he, if he did sign... Let, let's, say, let's say he does get yeah, signed. Who will there, be with? There, there's, if he did, I, the Ravens, I think, would be one because team. Because Flacco they, will be out. They, Is he out? Have they, said? Uh, they haven't really said. Okay. Because uh, the, they were going to sign him, but then... Yeah, they, they've 
they fucked that up. Yeah, uh, the Texans probably should after the what the owner said. Um, anyways, that's besides the point. Um, I don't know. I like. I, I just there's not a ton of teams out there that are looking for a backup right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they should be. Um, if I'm the Jacksonville Jaguars, I'm I, calling. I think that's the spot. Yeah, I that's mean, what I would say. That I, I, you're doing yourself a disservice to not bring him in and at least see if he's better than Blake Bortles, yeah. which probably, probably is. <laughs> um, anyways, if he were to sign, would he stand or kneel? So I, I say he would probably still kneel um, simply because um, you saw there were reports that he uh, someone said he would definitely stand, that they told him he would stand, and then he tweeted out, like, you know, a lie gets spread fast, whatever it was, um, some Churchill line or something. Um, so that makes me think his girlfriend also said he would kneel still. So I, I tend to think he would kneel. Oh, so it was a rumor when he it came out that he said he'd stand if yeah, he got he, another he, shot. Someone quoted him, oh, okay. but he was like, I never said that. And okay. then the guy took it back. Okay. So, so I, my hot take is going to be a little less hot. So basically, I was going to say, we, we went on a whole rant last uh, podcast about, you know, Maybe down the line, you never know. He may be the next Martin Luther King because of this. It's getting the conversation started, that whole thing. If he were to fully back off of that and and stand, like at least stick to your guns and see it through. I was going to say, if he does sign, I want to see him kneel because, I mean, whether, I mean, you could talk about you don't agree with it, you agree with it, but if I'm calling Kaepernick, you got to stick with uh, yeah, it. Yeah, it's a matter of principle now. Exactly. So that's my whole thing. Um, and then also Zeke got my boy Zeke. It looks oh, like I forgot about that. It looks yeah. like he is going to lose his suspension, yeah. which is some bullshit. Uh, so he, it looks like he will be out the next six games. Yeah, that's that's tough. It that's is tough. Uh, that sucks. not what you want in the playoff push, exactly. but whatever. Exactly. Last thing I want to talk about real quick. Uh, just uh, you know me, I'm a, a late bloomer, but uh, I'm a big UFC fan. Okay. Um, one of the uh, probably one of the best UFC cards of all time is this Saturday. Um, you get the return of uh, George St. Pierre, who's arguably the greatest UFC fighter of all time. Uh, you get this uh, chick named Joanna, who I'm telling you, if you watch her, you will fall in love. She is nasty. She is a freaking stud hmm. uh, UFC fighter. Um, so everybody should uh, definitely check her out. Um, the other fights, let me pull up the rest of the card. I want to make sure I get it right. Um Michael Bisping is the one who's fighting St. Pierre, and he talks mad shit. So that'll be interesting. Um, like McGregor type shit? Uh, yeah, pretty close. Um, but he's just a, a, a like douchier McGregor okay. kind of. Uh, Cody Garbrandt, who's uh, undefeated up-and-coming stud versus TJ Dillashaw, who's been doing it for a little while. That'll be a really good fight. Um, Steven Thompson, who just lost um, a really close uh, championship fight to Tyrone Woodley's fighting. Johnny Hendricks has been doing it forever. Um, you know, all the way down. It's just an unbelievable card. Um, if you're not a huge UFC fan, never really giving it a chance, I would definitely recommend Saturday night. Go to a bar that's showing it. I think it's 60 bucks, which really isn't that expensive for a pay-per-view. Uh, it's Madison Square Garden. Hmm. Uh, it, it's going to be a show. Uh, you'll cool. definitely enjoy it. You don't have to know shit about it. Uh, listening to Joe Rogan talks, awesome. So I definitely would recommend uh, everybody out there that is or isn't a UFC fan uh, Saturday night, check that out. There you go. I like it. I didn't even know there was one coming up. See? Yep. So, All right, let's move on to some movies, TV. We'll kind of keep it fairly quick. 
Uh, Star Wars released yeah. a new 45-second teaser. Who saw this one coming? Uh, yeah. It was during the World Series, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I I mean, personally, I, I think we didn't need this. Yeah, but, but at the same time, it didn't it do cool. anything. It, well, it, it was... I'm going to say one thing. All right, go ahead. Okay, I mean, so... It, honestly, it didn't do anything, but at the end, you can make one speculation. Luke, in the end, goes, this isn't going to go the way you think. Like, it was the same quote right. from the trailer. But then it cuts to Ray, which looks like it's in the same setting of the saber going in. It looks like she's going to swing at him. And I'm like, no, is Ray going to kill Luke? What? Nah. Nah? Nah. Is this trick photography? It might be, dog. Right. I don't know. I, I think it was just a Am little... Am I looking too much into it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think this was just, we know everybody's going to be watching Game 7, and let's just throw them a bone, okay. put in some shit that is pretty much what we already know. Yeah. I mean, it was basically the big, long dope. trailer that we saw on Monday Night Football condensed. Condensed, and we see Luke a little bit more. Yeah, and you see Ray problem. with a lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. But it was uh, cool. I mean, anytime yeah. you get something Star Wars, it's always cool. Definitely. Uh, so... I forgot to throw this in the actual docket, but did you see the Lion King cast? Yeah, dude. That all star we, okay, cast. We've, we've been talking about Lion King for a while. Yeah, uh, talking about these what Disney's Just doing with these live rumors, actions, but now it's official. Yeah, and, and this cast is, I mean, outstanding. And then I, I, I didn't confirm this, but I think I saw someone today tweet that. They just confirmed Beyonce is also going to yeah, be in it. It was. On, did you not? Was that the, on that picture? Did you not see the picture? I yeah. guess no. I saw she the was picture. The second picture. She's oh, not she on. was. Yeah. So I guess I did. It's see gonna that. be Donald Glover. Yeah. As Simba. John Oliver. Be- Beyonce Zazu. as. Yeah. Beyonce as Nala. James Earl uh, Jones. James Earl Jones. Mufasa. Um, Keegan Michael Key is somebody. Seth Rogen Seth is Rogen. Uh, Pumbaa. I can't remember who. Uh, Who's Simone. Simone? It's an all-star yeah, cast. No, it, Go look at the picture. It's, it's on our Twitter. Yeah, it's seriously it's one of the craziest casts you will ever see. From It reminds me, do you remember those bad like Valentine's Day movies or whatever? Yeah. Where they just had like 10,000 people in it and yeah. the movie just kind of sucked. sucked. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's basically... You know this is going to be dope, though. It's uh, John Favreau as the director. It's yeah. going to be really, really good. I'm so excited. Billy Eichner is Timon. I don't really know. I don't it know is. him. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be great, dude. I I can't wait. That's just you can't go wrong with that cast. It's the Lion King, my favorite personal Disney movie of all time. First movie I ever saw in theaters. Really? Fun fact. They don't remember fun, it. Fun but. fact. Uh, yeah. So I can't wait for that one. Um, let's talk about really the kind of hard breaking news that we have uh, yes. here for movies. Um, Pretty fucked up shit, honestly. Yeah. No um, no uh, way around this. No way around this one. So Kevin Spacey kind of is facing, not kind of, he definitely yeah. is facing some backlash for this statement. I'll read As- it. Um, so this is, quote, Kevin Spacey, I have a lot of respect and admiration for Anthony Rapp as an actor. I'm beyond horrified to hear this story. I honestly do not remember the encounter it would have been over 30 years ago, but if I did behave, then I, as I describe as described, I owe him the sincerest apology for what would have been deeply inappropriate drunken behavior, and I am sorry for the feelings he described having carried with him all these years. This story has encouraged me. To address other things about my life, I know that there are stories out there about me that have that have some fuel been fueled. 
I can't read today, I'm sorry, by the fact that I have been so protected of my privacy. As those closest to me know, in my life, I have had relationships with both men and women. I have loved and had romantic encounters with men throughout my life, and I choose to now live as a gay man. I want to deal with this honestly and openly, and that starts with examining my own behavior. That's a quote from Kevin Spacey that he put out on Twitter. Um, so uh, Spacey, it came out, this Anthony Rapp, he's a, uh, an actor on Star Trek Discovery, the CBS show. Um, apparently, Kevin Spacey sexually assaulted him. I don't know the sp- specifics of what he yeah. was allegedly doing. Um, but Kevin Spacey kind of blamed it on a drunken night and of not remembering. A lot of people are upset that he sort of copped out and said he didn't remember the incident because he was drunk. And then on top of that, he admitted he was gay. It personally reading that when I first read that, it kind of and it kind of felt like he. It kind of felt like he, uh, Spacey was saying like, "I did this." But I'm gay, so it's okay. That's kind of how it felt. I don't know. Maybe to, I'm wrong. No, but. I, I think to me it was more of, okay, they're talking about this. I'm going to throw them a shiny object saying I'm gay and hope they change the subject yeah. to that and distract from the fact that I committed yeah. sexual assault. Uh, this is a, a much deeper topic. Um, there's a lot. And since there's a lot of more actresses the, right. and actors that have come out and – yeah, Seven. Hollywood's in some trouble. Yeah, it's uh, uh, this uh, for people that have been around Hollywood, apparently this was like the best kept secret was that a lot of this shit was going on behind the scenes. Um, and now that it started with Harvey Weinstein, um, and it's just going to sugar bowl. Uh, uh, it's the shit's going to roll downhill. Yeah. I mean, Hollywood people are going to get picked out left and right as they should. If, if the people were sexually assaulted, uh, actually sexually assaulted. They should come out. They should say this person did this. Expose that person yeah. for what they did to you because they're that is morally, uh, legally, uh, it's just it, it's it's awful. Yeah, uh, it, it's something. Um, both sides of the aisle. I don't care if you're a Republican, Democrat. It, this is wrong. It doesn't matter who you are. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to be sexually assaulting someone. The rape, all that stuff, is is one of the. Um, darkest and worst things you can do to someone yeah. uh and every single one of them needs to be exposed uh they should they should be unemployed for the rest of their lives um and, and they need to face a stiff penalty uh and honestly as two men uh men need to do better i mean because yeah. all these acquisition accusations excuse me are against men and men usually hold the power uh, especially in hollywood uh, and they're using it for awful, awful things. We need to do better. Um, and, and people, women need to be, when they come out, they need to be celebrated. They need, we need to, um, give them the space they need, whatever, um, help they need. And we need to believe them and, and, and we need to give them guidance and help. Uh, it's not easy for those people to come out. And when they do, you know, we need to be encouraging people yep. to come out and expose every last one of them and get them the fuck out of it there. Come, it comes down to this. Uh, dudes, just respect women. Yeah. Point blank period. Yeah. Just respect women. That's all it comes down you to. You wouldn't want it to happen to your sister, your mom, your daughter. Yeah. So don't do it to someone else's. Exactly. Exactly. We love our women. So. We do.
just that's it's it's a fucked up situation. Uh, but moving on, more selfishly, kind of. Uh, yeah. Netflix announced it's ending House of Cards after the sixth season in lieu of these Kevin Spacey allegations. Uh, hours after Netflix said that House of Cards will end after the next season, sources confirmed that it's uh, considering spinoffs. One could could center on Michael Kelly's Doug Stamper character. First of all, would you be interested? I don't know. I don't know he if he a, he I, has an interesting backstory. Yeah, but it I would don't be know, weird. But I don't know if he could carry a full series. Okay. You know. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And then uh, also the most recent news: House of Cars season six has now been has now halted production overall due to these Kevin Spacey allegations. Yeah, so they, they House said of that Card some fans, uh, House of Card uh, cast member or something actually accused Spacey oh, really? too. That's what really? that's what suspended it. So man, I I've, I I don't I didn't actually see this, but I someone told me this. I don't know if it's true or not that Netflix is considering pulling House of Cards. Period. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. They're in a tough spot. What yeah. do you do? I mean, you could try to carry the show without him. Yeah, uh, that's I, tough. Though. You can't put him in. I, like, how do you put him in? Yeah, it's, uh, that's, it sucks. And it, it sucks. This is like I said. Yeah, this is selfish because right. I love this show. Right, this is, this like is a top three show. For yeah, me. one of the best shows I think ever. Yeah, and honestly, Spacey does a great job in this. And he it makes put this Netflix show on the map. Right, it really yeah. did. Uh, so they're in a they're in a really tough spot. Um, I don't envy the people who have to make that decision. Yeah, I mean, but something does need to happen. Yeah, no, you you either do the show and he's not on it, or you don't do the show at all. Yeah, I, I don't see sword, it's I not. don't see another way. Yeah, um, yeah, it's too bad. It's it really, really too bad. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, this is more lighthearted. Um, we also, can... House, House of Cards was Kevin Spacey playing Kevin Spacey, pretty much. And I mean, not not to be kind of. Yeah, I mean, we we're I mean, gonna bring humor to the situation in the best that we can. Uh, we know it's fucked left up. Kind of a, a breadcrumb of gayness. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, Frank Underwood kind of is kind of by a little he, bit, he, he throws he, some he uh, put his, alert, he kisses he, some people. He put his cards on the table. Ooh, yeah. No, I. It's yeah, weird. Because honestly, in the it was the weird. It, 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 it didn't weird. fit. It did not fit. It yeah. did not fit. It was so weird. Um, so, yeah, there's that. But, all right, moving on to some more lighthearted news. Uh, rumors are circulating that Azia Gonzalez, the actress from Baby Driver, might be playing Catwoman in the upcoming DC movie Gotham City Sirens. Oh. Uh, if you remember, Gotham City Sirens will be Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, possibly Azia Gonzalez as Catwoman. And then Poison Ivy. Who should play Poison Ivy? I know mine. Who's yours? Rihanna. That would yeah, be perfect. I think we've talked about have this. Have we talked about I this? I think we have. Damn it. I'm sorry. I, I remember it's it's uh I remember talking about it on the pop culture dinner tray. I didn't remember if we did on this. But uh Rihanna would be dope as Poison Ivy. That'd be dope. I agree. And I think Azia Gonzalez could be a cool catwoman. Yeah. She's pretty fine, so all right. Um, do you think this movie has any shot of being successful? I know you're kind of skeptical about yeah, this one. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, First I don't know. First Justice League has to do yeah, numbers, yeah. so that's coming up, so we'll see. Uh, Creed 2 gets an official release date. Sylvester Stallone's Creed 2 will hit theaters on November 21st, 2018. The movie will start Michael B. Jordan as Adonis Creed, Sylvester Stallone as Rocky Balboa, and possibly Dolph Lundgren as uh, Ivan Drago. Are you interested? 
Yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm excited for that. It'll be cool. Creed, the first Creed, I thought was oh, yeah. very, very it, good. It definitely exceeded my expectations. Yeah, so um, I think Rocky Four with uh, Ivan Drago. Drago was the best one. Yeah. So the fact that he's coming back or possibly has a role, I think it'll be cool. So we'll see. Um, this one, I am not really interested in these movies, but I yeah. think it's kind of funny to talk about. Uh, Stephen S. D. Knight said that Pacific Rim, uh, a, a Pacific Rim crossover with Godzilla and King Kong is possible, but not before the third installment of Pacific Jesus Rim. Um, that sounds Godzilla like the ver- worst movie of all time. Yeah, Godzilla versus King Kong is already in the works. I mean, is Why? this just going to be a jumbled mess if this happens? That sounds so terrible. Yeah, that I will pay to see that movie just to review <laughs> so, it and so laugh can, my ass off. So we can. Uh, That's literally if they were like, "What's the worst trio of movies we could put together?" Those three would probably be up there for me to like, <laughs> put into. They one. don't even like mesh though. That's the yeah, thing. No, like none of them have anything in common. I think. Yeah, that uh, a Weird. fucking dinosaur versus a big fucking ape. You shit me. Versus like a Pacific Rim, which is like, like Transformers of the Water, like Iron Man. Yeah, yeah I don't. Yeah. I don't get it. Get the fuck fucking out weird. of here. Fucking weird. Okay, so you know Hollywood has run out of fucking ideas when they're like, "All right, let's put three movies." First, let's reboot like that ten one, movies. Let's uh, let's put our big yeah, franchise. King together. Kong. King Kong. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I like that. Uh, how about Godzilla? Yeah, great. Big characters from Jesus. the past. They should all be fired. <laughs> hire, hire us. Hire us. Also, uh, did you see the uh, preview for, we were talking about Margot Robbie. Uh, uh, I, Tanya. Yeah. I low-key think it looks dope. Dude, that shit looks good. Yeah, it's it got looks- my girl Allison Janney who plays his mo- her mom. She, she looks, looks like a fucking bitch. Yeah, she does. Oh my god, it looks good. Yeah, no, that I think movie in the trailer key. they put a, a poll quote and they said the good fellas of figure skating. Yeah, I like yeah, that. That was yeah. funny. It looks, it looks good. It looks pretty dope. Yeah, um, that'll be one we have to go see. And then I just wanted to show a little bit of love to uh, a new. I don't want to say favorite show, but a new show that I really, really enjoyed. The season finale was just this past Sunday, and it's already been renewed for uh, season two. That is The Deuce on HBO. It's kind of about the transition from prostitution to porn and pimps, and it has the Maggie little, Gyllenhaal. Has some, right? Yeah, it has some mafia vibes in it. Very, very a lot of good. titties, huh? A lot of titties. A lot of titties. Uh, yeah, it's basically nudity, nudity, nudity. But aside from that, the storyline is really good, and James Franco is great. Um, so, yeah, I, I would highly recommend that. Cool. And that is our podcast. Any final thoughts, my man? Glad to be back in the studio. Glad to be back. Um, we are actually building a podcast yes. studio at the crib. Um, I'm very excited for how it's going to turn out. Um, it's in the beginning stages, but uh, we will be – Hopefully broadcasting from that studio from here on out. Maybe if I can get it going. But uh, it should be cool. I'm excited. So uh, stay tuned for that. And again. Don't forget. Vote. Vote. Team Ogden versus Team Alessio. Oh, shit. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. Whoever votes for Trey, I will personally hunt you down. I have attained a certain amount of skills. I will find you. I will kill you. (laughs) I like that. Uh, No, but seriously, go vote. Uh, Who you think has the best uh, team of Eminem songs? Um, And we'll. um, Should we announce what we're going to do before, or should we just drop it on them? No, we'll drop it. We'll drop it. Okay. Maybe we'll do. uh, Loser has to do something. 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 We can come up with something. We'll we'll figure something. And also send us a new name. 
Send us a new name. We don't like draft dogs, so send us a new name. All right, uh, that is the Are You Entertain podcast for this week. We'll be back in a couple weeks. We like to keep it on the biweekly basis. Um, everything you need to know in music, movies, TV, and sports. Uh, we're keeping it pop culture. We throw some politics in there. Uh, we like to have fun. We like to be serious sometimes. Uh, thank you for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes. Please follow us on the Twitters, the Facebooks, the Instagrams. The SoundClouds, everything. Please, please follow us. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel because I don't know if you've forgotten, but something big is coming. I'm not ready to announce it quite yet, but something big is coming. You're not going to want to miss it. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're pumping out content constantly, uh, vlog series, uh, you know, everything, 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 video from podcasts, from blogs. Just just hop on the bandwagon, and uh, we won't steer you wrong. I'm Trey Lessie of the Dawn of Entertainment. That's Brandon Ogden, the Consigliere. This is the Are You Entertained podcast. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Yeah.